Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So what does Mackenzie Blackwood think of our organization right now, and what did he have to endure similar to Scott Wedgwood in order to play somewhat productive minutes for the New Jersey Devils on the sheet of ice? And also, let's talk more about Miles Wood because he's also in contention for a permanent assistant captain role. If you guys remember, he was given the A on his chest after the Paul Marion Zajac trade, but Will he be uh, giving it permanently next season over Zaka, in my opinion? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Whether you guys agree with me or not, buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. It is currently 3.56 p.m. Eastern Time, May 13th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, it is still exit interview week for the New Jersey Devils as they give their final opinions before heading into their offseason, before they all go back to their homes chill on their couches, and watch the NHL playoffs. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically talked about Andreas Janssen and Scott Wedgwood. And those two players were interesting because I think one player, everyone kind of agrees with me on who should be given another chance and who should, you know, be gone ASAP. And the people have spoken and they agree with me saying that Scott Wedgwood deserves another chance with this organization. You know, some of my fellow uh, podcasters for the New Jersey Devils agree with me on that stance. However, a lot of people are on the fence with Andreas Janssen, but I'm just telling you guys, we really have nothing to lose when it comes to Janssen because we still have him under contract for a few more years, albeit his manual no-trade clause will come into play after uh, next season concludes. So, you know, we still have some time to trade him. I'm not saying it would be impossible to trade him. It'll just be a little harder. But then again, if he has another poor season, I'm sure he's going to have the mentality like beggars can't be choosers because the worst thing to happen to Andreas Johnson happened to him this year. So, like, he was injured. He was uh, moved down in the lineup. He was not producing. At times, he looked lost. At times, he looked out of place. I think everything that could have uh, potentially gone wrong for Andreas Janssen has gone wrong. So if you hadn't checked out that episode, please give it a listen because I told you guys those exit interviews were very interesting because I said both those players deserve another chance to remain on the New Jersey Devils roster. Now, as for today, obviously, guys, there's a lot of exit interviews and there's so many players on the New Jersey Devils roster. Like, you know, they, they, they're giving interviews to pretty much anyone who has appeared in an NHL game this year because in the first time that we did this, we talked about the respective exit interviews for Boquist, Foote, and Thompson, and I gave you guys my overall opinions on that stance. So what I'm just trying to say is there's so many exit interviews, so I'm not sure if I could cover every single player, especially if there's news breaking in the New Jersey Devils organization, especially, you know, with Jack Eichel now being on the market for uh, the Buffalo Sabres. However, since we don't have Zajac or Paul Mary anymore, I think uh, our assets are pretty much out the door, and I don't think the Sabres are looking to trade Eichel to a rival opponent, but, you know, that's just me. But 
overall, uh, you know, like, I, I'm just telling you guys, there's just so many players, so many news days, slow news days. I love doing these, but like I told you guys, so many players, I'm not sure if I could cover every single player, but I will try my best, and if we have time, I'll try to get through everyone because you guys seem to very much enjoy it. So, anyway, let's start with Mackenzie Blackwood. So, if you guys remember, Mackenzie Blackwood missed the last game due to, due to back tightness suffered in the Islanders series because, remember... That was pretty crazy because he was in a collision with Paul Mary. He says he feels good now. Like I told you guys a couple episodes ago, I'm not sure if I agree with Lindy Ruff's stance, but I guess, you know, it is his back, so you got to be a little careful in that regards because it is the final game of the year and resting him for precaution reasons. I don't know. Can back tightness really lead to, like, back surgery? I, I don't know. Like, it's sore. I, I, I don't know, but... Overall, I just didn't agree with uh, Lindy Ruff's decision to bench him for the final game of the year. And albeit, we ended up losing anyway, so I guess it doesn't even matter. So, uh, he's trying to get uh, his feet under him, and he's playing catch-up after COVID. And he felt good at the end of the season, but it was too little, too late in a short year with no practice. So, one of the factors I have told you guys that doesn't go the way of the New Jersey Devils is, like, the practice time. Because it's a shortened season. They only have time for, like, morning skates because, uh, like, after a game completes, after a series completes, they got to get ready for the next series, whether that's traveling to, like, Boston, New York, Washington, whatever the case might be. You know, there was no time to practice. They only got, like, morning skates, and that's not good enough to, like, you know, go over respective things. So, like like I told you guys, with, with a shortened year and just everything moving all at once, especially with the Devils being out for two weeks back in February due to COVID, they were really behind the eight ball, and they did come out guns blazing in their first two games against the Bruins and the Rangers, but it was just too little too late as they just got cold at the wrong possible time. At one point, I believe they went on a three or four game losing streak, and you know that was when my concerns started to arise for the New Jersey Devils because they started to slip slowly but surely. So for Mackenzie Blackwood, I told you guys at the beginning of the year, he could quite honestly win the Vesna Trophy because I felt like this was going to be his breakout season so not that Mackenzie Blackwood has been bad or anything but this was his chance to lead the team because now he is for sure the top goalie especially with us waving Corey Schneider last year I really felt like that Mackenzie Blackwood it was his time to just take the reins and take over because if you guys recall last year his numbers were actually pretty solid so he appeared in 47 games and he started in 43 of them his record was 22 and 14 and he had a goals against average of 2.77 and a save percentage of 9.15. So obviously nothing spectacular, but you start to see where he was heading. He was heading in the right direction, and obviously he just completed his third season. And unfortunately, guys, from a statistical standpoint, this was actually his worst season because in his rookie year in 2018 and 2019, his record was 10-10. and 10. He appeared in 23 games, starting 21 of them, and his save percentage was 9.18. He had two shutouts. And he had a goals against average of 2.61. This season was worse out of the last two seasons for him because his goals against average was 3.04 with a save percentage of 902. And his record was 14 and 17. And he only had one shutout this season as opposed to three last year. So for Mackenzie Blackwood, yes, it was a bit of a struggle for him this season because, like I told you guys, when he got COVID, it just never seemed like he came back to full fruition. Like, it just never seemed like the Mackenzie Blackwood that we saw to begin the first uh, three games of the year. Because could you believe it, guys? He only appeared in three games before going onto the COVID protocol list. So his final game played before he went onto the COVID protocol list was January 19th against the New York Rangers, in which he had a save percentage of 940 
and he did end up getting the win in that game, but ultimately he had to go onto the COVID protocol list, and he didn't appear in another game for the New Jersey Devils until February 16th, and let, let me give you some reference, guys. Yes, the New Jersey Devils season was suspended for two weeks during uh, the month of February to begin. However, I do need to provide you guys some context. Think about it. Mackenzie Blackwood had not appeared in an NHL game in a month, and I guess that's something I haven't really thought about. It was because, like, Okay, he appeared in the first three games of the year, two against Boston and the one against the New York Rangers. And then obviously he goes onto the COVID protocol list. And I just thought that maybe he was around someone who had COVID. No, he actually had COVID. So that's going to take a while before he returned. And overall, like, um, you know, just just him not appearing until February 16th, I guess that really did hurt him because I didn't think of it like that. I didn't think of the fact that, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood uh, has not appeared in quite a few weeks in quite some time so of course he's going to be behind the eight ball and he just never got his footing underneath him and with the lack of practice time that really hurts him and just the lack of teams he's facing the lack of uh games you know being played overall just things were not going in the right direction for Mackenzie Blackwood so I talked about in the last episode how Scott Wedgwood was kind of put into a pickle I guess Mackenzie Blackwood was also put into a pickle as well so you know when we critique the New Jersey Devils goaltending you know with the exception of Aaron Dell just think about like Wedgwood and Blackwood's situation as in okay so many things were stacked against them that you know they basically had to go through hell they had to go through the fire and they had to find ways they had to be adaptable I feel like in a regular season when everything is back to normal because the NHL is starting to lighten up about uh, COVID protocols if players are getting vaccinated which I really do like uh, you know when everything goes back to I I guess like I'd say it'll be like 80% normal uh, by next season then I expect Mackenzie Blackwood to probably have his best season because he started to show glimpses of it uh, towards, you know, the latter half of it, like last few games of the year. Obviously, he got hurt a couple times. Like, remember that uh, Penguin series in which uh, Wedgwood and Dell had to quote-unquote step up for him because they didn't step up. They actually, you know, crapped the bed in that one. But overall, for Mackenzie Blackwood, guys, you know, that's why we signed him to an extension, and that's why I was a huge fan of it. So we just got to be patient. I, I know it's going to be frustrating. I know there's going to be growing pains but I fully anticipate once uh, the season goes back to normal next year and we're going back to practice when everything is slowed down a little bit when everything is able for every player to you know regain their bearings then I believe that Mackenzie Blackwood will be in the you know running for the Vezda trophy because early on in the year people were talking about not just me we're talking about Mackenzie Blackwood potentially maybe being in the running for the Vezna Trophy, maybe not necessarily winning it, but being in that ballpark, if, if that makes sense. So I think Mackenzie Blackwood, if Vezna Trophy is in his future, will it happen next year? Most likely not, but I think uh, he'll start to make some more noise next year. So overall for Mackenzie Blackwood, yes, it was very disappointing. Yes, he had his career worst in terms of save percentage, goals against average, whatever the case might be. We could talk about the stats all you want, but look at the narrative. The man had to you know go through a lot whether it was injuries COVID whatever the case might be similar situation to a lot of his teammates so wondering why the New Jersey Devils suck so bad this year just think about COVID and think about injuries because that's what derailed us this season so the one thing I can say about Mackenzie Blackwood at least he's optimistic because he said in an interview he said this team has a lot of promise moving forward I'll take a week or two off and then get back after it 
will spend most, if not all, of the offseason in New Jersey. So I'm glad that Mackenzie Blackwood is at least dedicated to uh, the New Jersey Devils. And he's like me. He's optimistic. So, yes, we have a lot of promise. We have a lot of raw prospects. We have a lot of unproven players. And quite honestly, we have so many wild cards. So, like, my favorite player, Igor Sharangovich, he's a wild card. Do I think he'll do what he did next season? Like, you know, what he was able to do this season? I have no clue. We don't know because he wasn't projected to do that well. The man was drafted in the fifth round. So, you know, we just have to, like, hold our breath and hopefully that Sharon Govich does do well next season. I'm not trying to be a pessimistic or anything because, like I told you guys, that's my favorite player. So I really hope it's not just, like, you know, I, I, I just hope it's not, like, a trend where, you know, he's popular for this amount of time and then he completely falls off. I think he's proven enough that he's potentially the real deal, but we're going to have to wait and see what happens. And guess what? guys it's time for the first live read this morning it comes from wealthfront so this is dedicated to all of my future investors out there so investing can be complicated but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years wealthfront makes it easy they have the right tools for every portfolio wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified low-cost index funds personalized just for you in just minutes no manual trades no picking stocks no watching the stock market every day they automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control Wealthfront is entrusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. So uh, get your first $5,000 managed for free for life. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to www.Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL to get started today. So here's something that I haven't really talked about. So I basically have given you guys my overall opinions on who I believe will be the assistant captains for the New Jersey Devils next season alongside their head captain, Nico Heizer. And one of the players that I listed is guaranteed and most likely a lock is Jack Hughes. And no, we are not going to dissect his exit interview in this episode. But here is the thing. He did say that um, he was a part of Lindy Ruff's leadership group. And also Lindy Ruff has confirmed that as well in his exit meeting. So I think with Jack Hughes's improved season and also with the Devils just trying to keep their identity as being a young and up and coming team. And I think, uh, you know, them wanting to just stick with Jack Hughes and overall what he's been doing for their offense. I think it's pretty much a lot that Jack Hughes will be an assistant captain for the New Jersey Devils next year. But that's my personal opinion. And obviously, I've made a controversial take by saying that Zaka will be the second assistant captain with the New Jersey Devils because basically he's been with our organization since 2015 and the last few seasons, you know, especially as the year winds down, for some reason he gets on a hot streak and uh, you know, a lot of people have questioned that. They're like, well, what about Severson? What about Wood? Or, you know, I really wish like, cause you know, as a college broadcaster, uh, you know, I see that we have a head captain and three assistant captains, but obviously in the NHL, it's just one captain or two assistant captains or three alternate captains. But, you know, overall, you know, I wish there were more captain roles, but ultimately sometimes decisions do have to be made. But one of the people that I have not really talked about is Miles Wood and him potentially sticking around in his assistant captain role. So if you guys remember, after the Paul Mary and the Zajac trade, Miles Wood was given one of the alternate captain roles. And he was one of the backup alternate captains because if you guys remember before the Devils went on their COVID pandemic, a little bit of a postponement break, if you want to call it that way, uh, Miles Wood and P.K. Subban were given A's on their chest as the backup alternate captains 
for the New Jersey Devils. And I guess that's one player that I haven't really talked about. And you know what? I do need to give credit to Miles Wood. He has really stepped up his game for the New Jersey Devils this season because in 55 games played this season, he was able to finish off with 17 goals, 8 assists for a grand total of 25 points. So obviously he didn't net his career high in points, which he was able to do in 2017 and 2018 with 32 but like, let's think about it for a second. If those stats were inflated, if he was playing a full 82-game season, then those stats would be much, much, much higher. I'm just putting that out there. So, like, I, I, I do need to give credit for Miles Wood because he has really stepped up. But for some reason, I'm just seeing more of a leadership in Zaka because just what he was able to do with Nico Heizer. So, I think it's just the the combination of Nico Heizer and Zaka because if you guys realize in the latter half of the last few games for the New Jersey Devils, we just saw the chemistry between Zaka and Heizer just take place. That's why Zaka was able to go on that little bit of a run and you know, you saw it within those little stretches. Now, unfortunately, we weren't able to see much of it. We weren't able to see it in big stretches of it due to Nico Heizer being injured, but for some reason, I just think that Zaka and Heizer just work together as a team. So that's just my overall opinion as to why Zaka should be one of the assistant captains because Jack Hughes, you plug him in anywhere on the New Jersey Devils roster and he's going to get it done. Like he's been created for his teammates. So there's that chemistry right there automatically. For Nico Heizer, obviously he's the head captain and he has that title until like, I guess he's dealt away or when he decides to leave, whatever the case might be, or until he completely, you know, screws the pooch and gets it taken away from him. But the chances of that obviously happening are very, very, very unlikely. But overall, that's why I feel like Zaka deserves an assistant captain role over like Miles Wood or Severson. It's just the chemistry that I feel like the New Jersey Devils are trying to build. And I think if you have all three of those guys, they can create for their teammates. And overall, I think that's a pretty solid line of captains that you have because you keep the identity of saying we are young, we are up and coming. But overall, you know, that's why... I really want to see Zaka as one of the assistant captains along with side Jack Hughes. And like I told you guys a few minutes ago, I told you guys that Jack Hughes is a part of Lindy Ruff's leadership group. But what does that mean? You're probably asking that means if something goes wrong, then uh, Lindy Ruff will bring in Jack Hughes and a few other players to discuss it, even though Jack Hughes is not one of the captains. So obviously I'm sure the captains are involved and a few other players are involved, but Overall, Jack Hughes has been very vocal about him being involved in those meetings with Lindy Ruff, and Lindy Ruff has confirmed it in his respective meetings as well. And like I told you guys, not trying to dissect Jack Hughes' early exit interview. I'm just trying to give you guys my uh, standpoint based on what I've been hearing in terms of reports. So I just think that chemistry will be beautiful for the New Jersey Devils if they have those uh, assistant captains. But uh, guys, it's time to take care of business right now. So I want to give you guys the second live read this morning, and it comes from rockauto.com. So everybody knows that chain stores have a different price tiers for mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing the prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. The best part about rockauto.com is that it is a family business serving auto part consumers 
online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts and tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, I've already said best of all, but this is even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com, everybody. And the third live read this morning comes from Bet Online. Remember to gamble responsibly. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, no pun intended. And you can track all the action at Bet Online, get all the latest news and odds and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use that promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and remember to visit our friends at locked on bets for all your sporting needs and as they give you their predictions as well so overall guys for the new jersey devils i'm liking what i'm hearing in these exit meetings i don't know about you but you know i'm I'm liking giving my overall opinion on how things can be handled for the new jersey Devils. so obviously we talked about mackenzie blackwood and i do want to be fair to miles wood and here's what he's been saying he said he's been learning from paul mary Green and Travis Zajac about being a leader on and off the ice and he tried to be like them once they left I'm very excited to be here these guys have a lot of faith and fits and rough so overall uh you know that that's what Miles Wood is you know prepping for so obviously am I going to be right about Zaka being an assistant captain probably not but that's my hot take because if it happens I want to be like hey I predicted this would happen but overall for Miles Wood I'm not saying he's a bad player I'm not saying like this that and a third about him I'm just saying that I just like the chemistry between Heizer and Zaka in that regards and for Miles Wood you know I I know he's learning I know this that and you know I'm excited to see what he could do next season because like I told you guys I read you his stats and I said that his stats would be much better if they were inflated because obviously we only played 56 games and you know it's worth noting that he played in 55 of them so obviously his dedication is right there so if you give him like you know 70 something games then it's going to go through the roof quite honestly so I'm excited to see what he can do next season and he also said that he thought that McLeod and Bastion took a huge step this year it's fun to play with them great guys no preferences on line name or you know because you know he doesn't want I guess a line name but according to Dan Rice of the Hockey Writers uh he says that uh they're called the energy line so uh, he also says that it's a bright future for sure. A lot of guys get thrown in the fire this year. We strive for consistency to be your best. And I grew up as a hockey player and a great human being. Uh, and, you know, he, he never went more than six games without a goal. And that's why he was almost able to top his career high in goals this season. But like I told you guys, if you inflate those stats, they would be much, much, much better. So uh, Wood is actually going to be heading to Montana this offseason and he's called it Paradise on Earth for th- some reason. I-, I don't know. But, you know, overall for Miles Wood, I'm excited to see what he could do next season. But overall, guys, uh, I-, I just think Zaka deserves the assistant captain role over Miles Wood. And it's not a knock at Miles Wood. It's just that I'm just seeing something more in uh, Zaka. And overall, you know, I'm excited to see what he could do. And also, guys, remember that I, I guess I got to give credit when credit is due because Miles Wood has actually been with this organization. You know, he's one of the uh, oldest guys here, quite honestly. And interesting fact, he's only 25. So 
Uh, he played his first game in the NHL in the 2015-2016 season for the New Jersey Devils. So I talk about how Zaka's been with this organization since 2015. Same with Miles Wood, albeit Miles Wood only played in one game. But still, that's being a part of this organization since uh, the 2015 period. So he's one of the most experienced guys on this roster, believe it or not. So, you know, I think both guys do deserve the assistant captain role. And it's going to be a toss-up. But like I told you guys, my prediction is Heizer, Hughes, and then uh, it's going to be a toss-up between Wood, Zaka, or Severson. Robert Aiken Jr. at um, North Jersey told me that he thinks that Severson might get that third assistant captain role because, remember, Miles Wood and Severson have also both been assistant captains this season for the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, things changed a lot when Zajac and Paul Mary got traded. And obviously, with players getting injured or going on the COVID protocol list, it was definitely a toss-up between captains. Sometimes we saw Wood. Sometimes we saw Subban. It was like a toss-up of who was going to be the assistant captain. And I hope next season we see a lot less of that. I want three set captains, guys who will not be traded anytime soon, and guys who will, you know, make a great impact for the New Jersey Devils. But overall, you guys, I'm I'm satisfied with the players that we have. We have potential. I'm excited to see what we can potentially do during the offseason. And, you know, that's basically what I wanted to do for Miles Wood in this episode. I wanted to be fair to him and just give you guys my overall opinion as to why I think Zaka deserves the assistant captain role over Wood. But uh, uh, like I said, have to be fair to Wood and just say he's been doing well this season and he's been learning a lot from Paul Mary, Zajac, and Green, all former captains for the Devils organization. Green, the last head captain before Nico Heizer. So overall, you know, I, I, I know Wood is taking strides each and every day, but, you know, let me know what you guys think. I, you've heard my opinions on this, and I don't want to repeat myself. So let me know on Locked on Devils Twitter page. What, who do you think should get that third assistant captain role? Or if it shouldn't be Jack Hughes, who should get that second assistant captain role? You know, we'll see what happens because, like I said, guys, Heizer is going to be the head captain. Who do you want to be his assistant captain? So, overall, I think it's going to be Jack Hughes. I'll bet on it, and I think Zaka deserves it, but, you know, that's my opinion. So, thanks for listening, guys. That's about all the time I have for you guys today. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Go Devils, and we still have a lot of more exit meetings to cover.